everybody. Welcome to Old School, a podcast from the Old Davy School Historical Museum. I'm Kim, the Education Director here, and Happy New Year! We took a little break over the holidays and hope you all had a safe and wonderful season. And 2020 is finally over. But 2021 is already full of history, so it looks like we're, we just gotta be ready for it, I guess. <laughs> but a new year means resolutions, and mine pretty much every year is just to write more. I love to write and put together my research for this podcast. I love being creative and really just put whatever meandering thoughts I can get down on paper. So I thought we would kick off the first podcast of the year with a story about an important writer in Davy's history, Victoria Wagner, the author of The History of Davy and Its Dilemma. Victoria Ray Evans was born in Pennsylvania on January 24, 1898. She graduated with her master's from Columbia University and studied further at Oxford and Cambridge. In 1922, she married Walter Urban Wagner, and they were married until his passing in 1984 after 62 years of marriage, and that's amazing. She joined the faculty of the Ethical Culture Schools in New York City in 1929, and eventually served as the director for 13 years, from 1954 to 1968. After retirement, she moved to Florida with her husband, who wanted a quiet rural lifestyle, and they arrived in Davie. Quoting her biography from her book, she says, We soon discovered it had a unique and fascinating history. I could find no written record of this brave and energetic group of pioneers. Their story would be lost. She had experience writing for the education field, and even edited a magazine called Teaching and Learning, but she registered for a creative writing workshop at Nova University through the Institute for Lifelong Awareness, which is a lifelong learning institute today. She wrote articles for the class on local subjects and the history, and she said, My classmates were enthusiastic and asked for more. This book is the result. She interviewed her neighbors and other residents, and even published a request in the newspaper in 1978 that read, Local libraries and historical archives have been searched, but material pertaining to Davy is sparse, and the history inadequately covered. Feeling that the best sources for this information are the people who have and are now living in the area, Wagner is asking local residents to share information and photographs with her, so historical facts may be recorded. She included her address and her phone number so people could contact her. In 1978, I think she was here at what was the prime time, Many of the folks around were here at the very beginning, and they were still able to recall what it was like in 1910, 1918, those fascinating earliest years. She said, Many thrilling interviews followed with early settlers and their families, who I might otherwise have never met. But the interviews were barely recorded when it became evident that another change was taking place. The cattle were being taken to Alabama and to the Lake Okeechobee area, but the horses remained for the pleasure of citizens of Davie and guests from outside the town. The rodeo arena is now becoming a center of attention, and Davy is known as horse country. With such energy and initiative, a new chapter may be in the writing. In 1982, she published The History of Davy and Its Dilemma, a collected history of the small town of Davy, and really the only written, compiled history of the town that we have to date. Her book would become an asset to the Historical Society as they formed the Davy School Foundation a few years later. What I think is interesting is the dilemma part. What is the dilemma? So here's a quote for the epilogue of her book. As Davy grows, it seeks its own unique identity. Is it a farming community producing beans, broccoli, and roses? 
Is it a citrus center providing the north with its winter fruit? Or shall its wide fields nourish cattle and its warm climate promote the growth of thoroughbred horses? Shall it be a horticultural center producing the sod and shrubbery for plantings around the great buildings along the oceanfront? Looking toward the future, but with a certain nostalgia for the past, shall it be a western town with rodeos and spirited action? Gazing still farther ahead, shall it become an educational center of such brilliance and originality it will outshine all previous activities? The citizens of the town have not quite made up their minds, though giving the subject very serious thought. And even though it was 1982, I think this is still a question for Davy. It's an ongoing dilemma, with our identity as cowboy town to some, a university town to thousands of students, how can we still maintain a link to that agricultural community in the Everglades from the past? So it seems to me that the citizens of the town have still not quite made up their minds, even in 2021. And that's what makes Davy so fascinating to me. It can be so many different things to so many different people if there's a balance. And Davy is very unique in that way. Here's a short interview with Victoria Wagner from the 1991 Orange Blossom Festival. I came from New York City when I had retired. I was head of the ethical culture schools in New York City, the private schools. And we came down here because my husband was retiring and not well, and he wanted a quiet, rural town to live in. And as you know now, it's no longer a quiet, rural town, but it's still a wonderful town. And I'm not going to tell you my whole life story because I think that would take too long since I'm now 93. But um, I do want to tell you that I, the reason I wrote the book was because I thought the stories about the pioneers here were so interesting that the children of the future generations ought to know about it. And so I'm delighted that they are here to that you're having this kind of a meeting and I'm just going to tell you one story and that's all because it's so late uh, the people here in Davie the pioneers told me that when they had uh, storms and hurricanes floods and all their crops were ruined they had no seed to replant. There was one man who helped them out without collateral, and that man was Mr. I.T. Parker, who was head of the Dania Bank. So I went down to see him, and I told him that the people of Davy appreciated his help when they were in trouble. And he said to me, Mrs. Wagner, I want to tell you that we had no one to depend upon except each other and God. And so we had to help each other. And furthermore, I want to tell you that when they got the money and bought the seed and replanted their farms, they always paid back every penny. And I think it's wonderful in this day and age to know that there are bankers who will loan you money without collateral and people who will pay every cent. And I think the integrity 
of the early people here is something that we would want our children to know about. And so I'll see you next year. Don't run away quite that quickly. I'm not going to let you off the hook that easily. We're not going to make this long. We're not going to make it long, but I do want to know just a couple of things. You were a student at Nova University when you began to research for the book. Is that correct, Victoria? No. <laughs> I had several degrees by that time, but when I came down here, I wanted to take a course in writing, creative writing because I have a theory that education is really very fascinating, but most of the books about it are very dull. So I thought I would try to learn how to write a book about education that would be read. And so I did take a course in creative writing and, uh, at NOVA with um, Rosemary Jones. She at that time was at NOVA. She's no longer there. She's, she still has a writing class, but it's independent. And I still haven't finished the book on education, but I'm, I'm hoping that before I die, I'll get that book done. But in the meantime, I, got, I wrote a very short article about Davy, and the people in the class said, well, we didn't know that. Why don't you write some more? So I did, and that's the book. And I just want to delve a little bit into how you researched the book. For those of us who, you know, may or may not someday wish we could write a book, how did you approach that? What did you do first and second and so forth? Well, I went to the library. I went to the library in Fort Lauderdale, and I went to the library here. And nobody had anything about Davy. I went to the Historical Association. They said, no, we wish you'd go and get something. And so I did have one friend who was a volunteer at the library, the Women's Club Library here in Davy. And she said, why don't you go to the Pioneers? And they're the ones who really know so I did, and that was wonderful because they not only were most generous in giving me, loaning me pictures for the book, the, the book, the pictures in the book themselves are worth looking at if you don't read anything else in it. I love them. Uh, but Esther Prithrick was the volunteer librarian at that time, and she was the one that made the suggestion, and I followed it through. And then I went, just went to see these people who were here in the town that you've heard today and others. And they were all very helpful. And I enjoyed them so much. There was just one that wasn't mentioned today. And that was Mary Lloyd. She was the first one I went to. And she, we discovered we were twins. We were the same age. And she had such a fascinating story to tell about how her family came here. They came all the way from Canada. And uh, there were 11 children in the family, one a baby in arms. And uh, they came in by an old boat. And uh, it was a, an old Mississippi river boat. And it creaked, and, and as they came into the ocean, 
it made it practically fell apart. But the children had never been on a boat before, so they didn't know that. And uh, they managed to get all the way here. But that old boat on its next trip was bringing in some cement and other supplies. And it went down and couldn't be reclaimed. Fortunately, the children were safe at home by that time. But that's the kind of fascinating tales that these pioneers have to tell over and over. And I just felt it would be too bad if the children of the next generation didn't know about it. Victoria Wagner passed away on November 17, 1998 at 100 years old. An amazing contributor to the world of education and to preserving the history of Davy. So thank you very much, Mrs. Wagner. If you'd like to read the history of Davy and its dilemma, copies are available at the Old Davy School gift shop for $5, and it's also available in local libraries. If you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, please email me at education at olddavyschool.org. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, take care of each other.